sometimes I forget. <laughs> I forget to turn it down or turn it off because I like the sound of it. <laughs> Welcome to the ugly truth. I don't know what episode we're at. Uh, 597, I think. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry. So we are down to this show and then one more show and then we're done for the year and yeah. then we'll be back in the new year with a whole new nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hit episode same 600. Old, same old. Well, that is a big deal, year, actually. That is a big deal. But welcome to the ugly truth. I am Jamie and this is our producer, producer Dub Hello. in the house getting Hi. his uh, exclusive I get my own personal time. Yes. You get ther- your own time. My uh, spousal therapy session. Mm-hmm. Nice. Anyway, um, so last night, <laughs> I don't know how these come up, and I really hate that I can't think of them when someone might actually hear it besides you. Okay. But last night, <laughs> you kissed me goodnight, or kissed me good morning. I don't even remember. Was it the night before? Uh, Whatever. Okay. I don't know what you're going to talk about. So. And you kissed me, and I immediately wiped oh, it off my face. Yes. I do this all Without even thinking about it anymore, yeah, I just do it now. Yes, because you're a wet kisser. <laughs> it's just, and like, I even will, if I'm not, even you, if I like put my lips inside my <laughs> face and kiss you, you still wipe your foul, mouth off. No, if I feel wetness after you kiss me, I have to wipe it. Do you wipe after you put, you know, a chapstick or like lipstick on? Well, I that's mean, not someone else's saliva, so no. All right. But anyway, I said, it's like, you're like, God, you just, you wipe it off. It's just a small kiss. You I just mean, wiped it off. Milliseconds. It was a peck. And I said, well, it's like, it's like kissing a puddle. <laughs> you just leave residual wetness and maybe, and listen, everyone knows how weird I am. So this is not, you know. Yeah. But I don't, that, this is why I don't share straws or drinks. And you've been really great over the years. You've learned how to actually take a drink <laughs> without touching your mouth on anything. Oh, if I need to use your glass for some reason. It's proof that people can change. That's <laughs> yeah, the way that's, I look at it. That's, that's the important <laughs> one, too. That's the important change. And I really do try to think about how I would feel if you wipe your mouth every time you I kissed you. But then again, I'm just like, well, you know what? If it's wet, it's wet. What are you going to do? I don't want glistening spit on my mouth, nor do I want it to dry there. So it wipes. I should get handkerchiefs. I think I I think it's become instinct. I think you instinct. do it. I think you do it even if it's not. I oh, think no. you immediately wipe no matter what happens. It's always wet. <laughs> And then I think, well, maybe if he was a dry kisser, I'd probably hate it more. Then I'd probably be constantly licking your lips before you kissed me. I'd be, hold on a minute. (laughs) Kiss me. Okay. I just. I'm a a puddle. Trust me. I I just know how grateful I am that. You, anyway, as a man, can handle all of this kind of criticism and weirdness. Because if you were me, I would probably have to leave you. <laughs> I'd be like, this is way too much criticism. I can't take it. You don't even, attorney's office, he doesn't even want to kiss me anymore because he says I'm a puddle. <laughs> and he wipes his mouth every time. I can just, oh, I can't imagine. I don't know. I appreciate you accepting me and my weird criticisms <laughs> because it's not even shit that, it's not even so. like normal stuff. It's like, you know, you leave your socks on the floor constantly. You know, none of that. It's not yeah. even that. I could just see it now, my tombstone. It'd be like beloved he was husband, a wet <laughs> beloved husband, tremendous father, tremendous. Oh, tremendous. well, I'm giving myself a lot here. Um, wet kisser, uh, hard worker, wet kisser, puddle. Wow. <laughs> well, I might do that. Actually, it just yeah, depends on how you die. Exactly. Anyway, uh, moving on. This last week, we did a whirlwind trip to Southern California. We went to Disneyland Parks, Disney Parks. Um, The first half of the 24-hour whirlwind was at Disney California Adventure for an iHeartRadio fan slash staff party. Right. It's the Christmas party for the... For KOST in L.A., and they close the park down, and there's hardly anybody. I mean, it feels like hardly anybody. There's probably 10,000 well, people, but it just doesn't feel like it. Comparatively, there's not it a lot. It feels of desolate, yeah. which is amazing. It's amazing. So it's we, a private party, like a, yeah. like a 
grad night with a third of the people. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we were we were fortunate enough to be able to attend that. So we made all the arrangements. We took our daughter who it was it landed on her birthday. So we took her with us, even though she's 27. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Yeah. And I told her, I said, you know, this will likely be the last time we are ever able to do anything like this because, sure. you know, you're going to get married. You're going to have kids. And then, you know, it'll be, it would be weird <laughs> to say, Hey, you want to go to Disneyland with your parents? And you're like, I'm a mother and a wife and I have children and a job. No. That's funny though. I, I think about Natalie specifically, yeah. our oldest daughter. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking if we ever said to her, Hey, we, we, we're going to Disneyland, but we can only take you. You can't take your kids. Can't take your husband. Can't take anybody. <laughs> be she'd be like, she, she'd be like, see you in 10. <laughs> <laughs> she would be on a plane. It is true. It's not the easiest thing to, as an adult to just leave your life even for 24 hours but she did it it was great i'm glad we did it but of course it was not without its complaints because you know well because it's travel and it's us of course first of all our flight left at like one o'clock and 1 30 in the afternoon out of sacramento so it didn't even occur to me that parking would be an issue yeah midweek one o'clock i'm like there's not gonna be instantly dead well you know that every business person on the planet who has to travel has arrived at 4 a.m. to get on the first flight to get to their 8 a.m. meeting. So the parking garage was completely full. Yep. We had to park in daily parking, I guess is what we yep. call it. <laughs> and it was we had to park really far away, like a mile, literally at least. Yeah, it was far. A mile away. So we're walking. We're energetic. We have our, you know, Nikes on. We're like, ah, no problem. We're walking. We're walking. And we're walking. And we walked all the way. We get there. Fly through security. Everything's great. But in my mind, I was like, you know, <laughs> when we come back road weary and we've been walking like miles and miles, we're going to we're going to have to walk this back. Yeah. At 11 o'clock at night. We were regretting it as we were walking <sighs> away. Yes. Yeah. But the way I looked at it is I'm like, look, we're healthy. We're young. We can walk. We're fine. And yeah. it, it's never going to kill us to walk anyway. Like, it's good for us. So we're like, whatever. But I was thinking about it when we were walking. I'm like. You know, there's a lot of things about travel that I personally struggle with. Mm-hmm. It's other people, obviously. Yeah. That's that's the main thing. And that was brought home to me many, many times in 24 hours. Even at the parks, I was like, wow, I really... Well, that's just peopling in general, let alone yeah, travel. Well, just, it just exacerbates Honestly, it. what it is, it's the lack of awareness of others. That's yeah. the thing that bugs me. I'm like, if everybody just even had a teensy bit of awareness of their surroundings or others and how they yeah. they might be treating themselves around others that might go, <laughs> maybe I'm a little more observant than the average Joe, but... Interesting, right? Because you don't want to complain because you're these are first world kind of problems. You of get course. To be at Disneyland, you're staying. Blah, no, blah, I'm blah, complaining. Blah. I'm absolutely complaining. Yeah. We get so. to the airport. Luckily, <laughs> so the TSA check line was very fast. So I didn't think anything of it. But we signed up for clear. Uh, Before we went to London. London, right. Well, I, we wanted I signed to go up quickly. prior and then you signed up when we were going. To and London. you can tell it's a new program because... It still has its little kinks to work out. Yeah. Which is essentially the computer. It's, yeah, it's it's usually the people, but yeah. Well, uh, maybe. Maybe it was a user error on my part. No, I I, I just meant the like. But this was the first time I was using Clear what? after I had registered for right. it. And it was like, oh, do it again. Oh, can you step up? Can you, are you centering the line between your eyes? I'm like, yes. And it's very uncomfortable because nobody wants a dot. A laser dot on their face <laughs> in between their eyes. That's in why any other scenario, this is a very what's, bad thing. What's, what's funny is that it's it's red if you're in the wrong spot. I so know. that makes it even worse. I know. And I'm like, they should really re reevaluate this, although maybe I'm the only one who cares. It should be like a sad face and a happy face or something. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then finally she goes, you know what, let's just do your fingers yeah. because the thumb the thumbprints work better. And it worked immediately, obviously. Right, right. And we got we sail through. It's always worth it because you don't to take off your shoes you uh, don't t- have to go through the thing tsa is great by itself oh i speaking of mm. mine expires in january oh i have to renew immediately <laughs> yeah bet but there's nothing that annoys me more than people who act like they've never been out of their house <sighs> in the million years and they uh, they arrive at the airport immediately not knowing how to behave or what to do like we, since nine eleven, we have been removing our shoes and belts and everything. It's a pain in the ass. I don't know if it works, but that's beside the point. Yeah. You have to do it. Sure. 
So it's always amazing to me when I see people with like their fucking a gallon of water and they're right in front of the TSA agent and they're chugging it like there's no business because they are not throwing away this $2 plastic jug that they bought at the gym. It's like, why are you bringing a gallon of water with you anyway to the airport? It's never getting through. Or the standing there after they've, you know, removed. First of all, why aren't your shoes off before you even get to where you need to be? Like, why are you not holding your shoes before you even get to the TSA agent? I it, don't it just, understand. It depends on the airport, I think. But I, I yeah, so, it's, it's this is exactly why I did TSA. Exactly. I don't want to take my computer exactly. out of my bag. If I don't have to, I don't want to take my shoes and belt off. I just want to mm-hmm. go through, get checked. And yet, still, even going through the pre-check line, there was still a gentleman in front of me who had a bunch of shit in his pocket. So he goes through, I'm like, okay, is this your first day on Earth, sir? Oh, my God. You know what? Doing that in the TSA line means if you're in the TSA line, you pre-check line, you typically travel you know, you, you travel enough you understand to warrant having that. The wor- you understand the thing. So stupid. And I was telling Mackenzie, I'm like, the airport is the great equalizer because you can be a millionaire or you can be on your last yeah. dime and you yeah. still have to get through this process and you start questioning intelligence immediately. It right. doesn't matter. It's like, and I raised these kids when we started taking them to Disneyland when they were very young. I turned to them and I said, listen, when we're going through security, it's every man for himself. You're on your own. <laughs> this is what you need to do. And I train them and they're just like, mother. And I'm like, I'll see you on the other side. And I'm just like, I'm, you guys have to be independent. You have to know how to do this. Yeah. Don't be well, a bitch. We made Kenzie go through. We, we she went doesn't ahead even have pre-checks. So we, she had to go through the we, whole thing. We went through the pre-check line because we didn't want to take her shoes off. And the other line was really short. Honestly, you when it's short like that, sometimes you can get through the line part faster because they have more TSA agents doing right, the regular right. line than you can the pre-check line. But all that goes to hell when everybody has to take their shoes off, take their shit out of their bag, do all this stuff. So <laughs> even if the line at the pre-check is longer, you still get through the whole thing faster because you didn't have to do any of that yes. post-ID shit. And then the other thing is, you know, when you're waiting in line... Especially when you're not in pre-check. Even even when you're in pre-check, people, somebody wants to be conversational with you. And I'm just like, please, just, can there be some kind of sign that says no talking? No talking. I want my entire life outside of this house (laughs) to have the same options. On Uber. As Uber. Yes. No conversation. How much conversation do you want? How much talking do you want? How much, what kind of music do you want? I was like, I don't want you to do shit. I want you to be fucking silent and get me to where I'm going. But it started making me question, maybe we could just get like a helicopter? Can we just chopper <laughs> somewhere? That, it's, that reminds me, I think at one point I I said to you and Kenzie that, look, this was the nicest flight we we got. I upgraded to business class, <laughs> the business select or whatever Southwest <laughs> fucking calls it so we could board quickly. Yeah. We were on there and it was on the way there. And I think at some point while we were there, I mentioned, look, I got the best flight we could get. And, and Kenzie looks in. In total you fashion, Kenzie looks at me. She goes, you could have chartered something. I mean. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what is going on? <laughs> we decided to stay at Disney Californian. The Disney California. California Adventure. Califor- Grand California. Grand Californian is the big resort hotel yeah. that has, it's accommodates large families yep. and large groups and stuff. It's gorgeous. It's like a big lodge. You know, there's like a 40 foot tree. Santa shows up every few hours. There's carolers. There's a giant. Yeah. I mean, it is all about the family unit at this place. Now, I have always been hesitant to stay at the Grand Californian because I knew all of this and I've seen the rooms. Their rooms, they're for like families of five, like bunk beds, extra beds, cots, pull-out beds, all in the same room. You know, it's really cool and it's perfect for like a really long stay if you're taking extended family members. Yeah, it's it's it's, great. It's mostly about the location because you are right. I mean, you cannot get closer to either park. You literally are 20 feet away from the entrance of California Adventure. There's a back entrance. There's a back entrance for a hotel stay. Yeah. Anyway, um, but I always looked at them and God, they just look so, it looks just so tired already. Like so worn out because families go to Disneyland and this is the big indulgence. And so I'm like, it just looks like it might smell like diapers there. (laughs) So we walk in and it's, it is grand and it is great. 
and we go up to the elevator and sure as shit, man, I'm like, it really smells like diapers, man. It does. Do you know how many diapers they must throw away a day at that place? Just so many. And they're constantly cleaning. Like we saw cleaners constantly. Let me just say this to all of you parents out there, you young parents now. If your kid is in diapers, I'll give you a pass on pull-ups if they're training, right? But if they're your kid, don't fucking go to Disneyland. Well, that was going to be my next thing. Uh, it's they're too little. Yeah, so we they're get to, too little. The, the hotel is great. They won't remember it. We go, and too yeah, and so we go to the holiday party. Frigid, freezing, but yeah. so fun. Well, California freezing. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, fine. <laughs> it was like forty-two, and it was cold, and we were there till almost one in the morning. Yeah. I mean, it was really freezing. No, to no, me. for us, it was it absolutely was cold. I'm just saying, it wasn't like <laughs> ended know. up having to buy a, a hoodie, of course. Right. But anyway, um, it was fashionable amazing. all black hoodie because, and let's just get this out of the way now. All the Disneyland clothes suck right now. They're so ugly. They're so terrible. <laughs> They're so ugly, and I'm like, I'm not buying. A I thing. mean, they're supposed to be promotional and they're and cute not to mention, and different, but like. It was even I was like I I couldn't find what anything. What the fuck we is try, this shit? I mean, we are trying to find something. We would we're like take my money. Yeah, and we couldn't. And they just had went nothing. to the surf shop and got we an went all everywhere. Black yeah, so we went to the surf shop on downtown Disney. I'm yeah. like, look at this plain black hoodie for forty dollars. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah, right. But I'm not paying sixty bucks for some truly heinous thing. I saw people in pajama bottoms that they bought at the Disney store. I'm like, oh, hell no. no. I know it's oh. not happening. Anyway. um... <laughs> So our mistake was is that we entered the holiday party a little too early. So by the time we got back, our our dogs were barking, paws were hurt. We're like, oh, just let's go to sleep and we'll feel better in yeah, the morning. We covered a lot of mileage in a very short period of time. I think we ultimately realized that we we walked like eight miles. It was it was like seven and a half each day or something. Yeah, like so that. it was like seven point like one mi- whatever. We walked a lot. And it was in like six hours. Yeah. I don't know what we were thinking. We wake up the next day and you guys were like, oh, I said, well, maybe we can get some room service. We can just get our morning started. It'll be great. And you and Mackenzie look at me like I'm an insane person. And I'm like, what? They're like, mom, it opens at eight. I'm like, oh, you think I'm walking into Disneyland at 8 a.m. with all the crazy people? Oh, (laughs) fuck that. I am not. I realize that this is an exciting time and Disneyland is a privilege and you want to get every moment out of it. But I'd be goddamned if I'm going to be getting up bright eyed and bushy tailed (laughs) speed walking into Disneyland just to start the day. Hell no, it's not happening. I want coffee. I want a shower and I want to look at least a little put together. Not like I just was road hard and put away wet for God's sake. You guys thought I was nuts. And guess what? We didn't get out of the, I mean, thankfully you're like, oh, well I can do a mobile order and we can get coffee. And I look, I go, we can get room service in 20 minutes. And so that's what we did. And it was Mm -hmm. the best. It was so nice, but we were tired. Yeah. Well, but then, you know, it was great. We were fitting a lot into a very short period. And I remember it was like 830 and I look outside and there's a bunch of, there's a whole family with a stroller. Everybody's wearing their Disney best and their ears and they are speed walking towards the entrance. And yeah. I'm like, kill me now. I would never, I don't want to do that. Per, I personally yeah. don't want to do that. In fact, even when we took the kids when they were little, I refused to do it. You know, what's funny is that, is that this is the unspoken history of a park like Disneyland. Cause <laughs> I sent you a TikTok the other day. I don't know if you watched it yet. And it was a promotional thing, but it was a dad with his kids and talking to Walt Disney and the kids wanted to, well, actually talking to Walt, it was rehearsed, rehearsed, of right? Course. Like asking if the parade was going to happen and all this kind of stuff. And the dad's like, I could use a parade. I could, I could sit on a curb right fucking now. And yeah. it's like, oh, that so even in the sixties, when a third of that park was there, and they you know were what was exhausted. Worse? What after was worse about hours. what was worse about the sixties is everybody was wearing like suits and oh, dress man. shoes and all Shit. that crap. Oh my god, yeah. So it was. Um, but we did. No wonder get fucking Walt Disney had his own apartment at the park. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Do you know how many times people have fantasized about wishing they could just stay at that apartment because they're oh, so I'm fucking sure. tired and I'm have sure. the idea of trekking back to the hotel or the tram or something uh, at midnight? Yeah. And, and <gasps> back then there were no hotels that close even uh, either. No, there was not. Yeah. Anyway, so we did get to Disneyland. And, you know, there's something about walking into Disneyland 
even as an adult, even if you've been many times, yeah. you just go, this is going to be a good day. Yeah. Suddenly you're excited. Des- despite all this complaining, despite, it's still, it's still, the, it's, it's phenomenal. Better than a, so yeah, fun. better than a needle in the eye. It's, what it, it is, it is, this is stupid, but it is kind of magical to go. Well, like, it's like magical simply because of, well, first of all, the history. And yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's just, just a, you get fun. memories immediately of the That's really times what you've it is. been there and that you know where true. you've gone. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just really cool. So, despite all this complaining. However, I will say this. I am failing to understand why parents are bringing infants and toddlers to Disneyland. That's what I said. Now, I know we're revisiting it. Oh. It is so expensive to well, go to I don't, Disneyland. I don't give a fuck if it's free well, for the little kid. Like, it, you're under two, you're free, right? Hold on. I have okay. a point. Okay. It's so expensive to take kids to Disneyland, but they're free if they're under two. Right. So they're thinking, oh, we'll get the we'll get the photo, we'll get the da-da-da-da, because we're going to save ourselves $200 a day because our child is under the age of two. It'll be so great. But it is... I can't imagine a worse punishment I mean, unless you for take, an adult. Unless you take a grandparent with the, you who won't ride anything and can just sit with the kids so you can have the day and cut the line with the stroller thing, which they don't even let okay. you do anymore. Like <laughs> speaking on behalf this of is all, all this is all nightmares to me, by the way. I'm not even I'm, I'm trying to look for a reason why you would do that with a child and I it's I struggle. I can't. Even if you live down the street, why would you do it? <laughs> Why would you do it? It's you are right. you are causing yourself so much well, harm and stress. A lot of it is, I think, that some of these parents are Disney fans themselves, obviously, sure. right? And so they cannot wait once they have children. To I take get them. it. And it's the problem is, is that they don't remember any of I it. I saw a couple, and they had a double stroller. Ugh. And, you know, Disney had to put a rule in place. Yeah. They have squares yep. everywhere throughout the park saying, does your stroller fit in this box? Yeah. If it doesn't, go rent one from us because you can't have it. Yeah. Because they're like not even, fucking cars Not even now. walking around the park. No, because yeah. it, it's a it, it causes problems. Yeah. Anyway. Let's talk about the other things on wheels at Disneyland. The scooter chairs. What in the actual fuck? If you're 9,000 pounds or 112 <laughs> years old and you can't walk from A to B, and I'm not even talking 15 miles, I'm talking A to B, no. <laughs> No, you can't go to Disneyland. Right? No, and in <laughs> fact, I don't know if you noticed this, but the vast majority of those scooters were not rented at Disneyland. No, they own that shit. They either own them or they rented them somewhere else, and then they come and then they go sixty miles an hour down I Main mean, Street so fast, so fast, like drag racing versus strollers. It's just and terrible. you know what? Here's the thing: I noticed the people that were legitimately ill. And like truly were maybe doing a make a wish thing or yeah, they no. were they were Ill. they were in wheelchairs. Yeah. The no, scooter the, the, chairs yes. were different. And I do have a preconceived notion that you have no business being on a scooter chair yeah. ever. I mean at Disneyland. there was there was about point zero two seconds the first night. When mm-hmm. my thought with my legs were gonna fall off, <laughs> I thought it might be a good idea, but it was a it was a very very minuscule thought, like I could never. So, I just I get I I get it, but if but if you really do need to be prepared to be able to walk always. Leg injuries aside, here, here, here's you know why I mean? here's why people get exhausted at Disneyland. They're out of shape. Nope, it's not it. It is because the way we should really go. Is stay for four or five days. Oh, right, right. Take breaks, relax, hit a couple rides, blah, blah, blah. But the reality is, is that's way too expensive. Oh, yeah. And because it's so expensive, people do like what we did, and they try and do five days worth of visiting and walking in 24 in hours. 24 hours. Yes. And that's why. And like, like, yourself. Like, if you just, yes, like, I never true. got tired. We walked a lot when we went to Hawaii. I don't ever remember one time getting tired. No, we had a great time. We walked we just, miles. Miles. 30, we walked like 30 miles on yeah. our vacation. Never, I never once was tired no. because we were going in short bursts. We were taking breaks. We were relaxing. Well, it's amazing we were what drinking. alcohol like, will do as well. well agreed. <laughs> but forget. like, I mean, it just, it you was. forget the pain. It wasn't yeah. just walking. It was power walking. It's it was, true. It was, well, you know, I mean, standing it was, all day in line, never sitting down. So you know, true. So, yeah. But anyway. anyway, with all of that being said, um, it is a, it is a plethora of humanity. And I almost become aroused by the amount of families and people watching I get to do. <laughs> I could sit 
somewhere and yeah. watch just society walk by for hours. The most expensive people watching. In it America. is amazing <laughs> with an occasional character or ride fit in. It's so great. Yeah. Because it's just, you see just, I mean, anything you could possibly imagine. That includes the airport, by the way, I should say. But you did get to go experience Star Wars Land again. Yeah, that was fun. And you got to go on Rise of the Resistance, which was not open the last time you went. Yeah, because the last time we went, it was the first weekend it was open. Right. And so it was still being built. And so now we got on it. Yep. And you and Mackenzie were speechless. It's like unlike anything you'll ever ride. And I'm not even talking if you're a Star Wars fan. You've never you've never ridden a, uh, an amusement park ride like this it, ever. It is. It was. And I very to say impressive. ride is almost not enough. Well, it's, it's like it's, it's more it's of an experience. Fully, it is an experience. But yep. you and I were talking about how the entertainment world, the amusement park world, mm. they're really starting to shift the way they do their new yep. rides. They aren't just rides; they're experiences now. So they're and they're, they're and fully they're, immersive, and not just the queue, right? Like like just, everything. Yeah. Even the people who are pushing you to go, okay, go in lane three, you're blue, go over here, whatever. Well, they're in all, Star Wars land, they're more immersive. They're, they're all immersive. Yeah. Like, they're playing a role yeah. instead of just, hello, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a three. You know, they don't yeah. do that anymore. Now they're just, like, treating you like you're truly yeah, in trouble like, with like, the Empire or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the, the First Order people in Galaxy's Edge are mean. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's awesome. I mean, not you know what I mean. No, like, they're like great. they're they're serious. That's it's great. Serious. Yeah. So, but anyway, it was, it was like, super super cool. But to see your face yeah. after that experience, I almost started crying. <laughs> it was so, it was really cool. That's the one thing about the Star Wars land. I don't even know if they call it that. It's I don't Galaxy's Edge. Whatever. But. Okay. So, but it's so immersive that that when you walk in, it's a whole different type of yeah. person in that world. It, uh, there are people that enter Disneyland and never leave. Unlike that anywhere area. else. In and you Disneyland. can totally tell, I would say like un- they are Star Wars people, un- right? Unlike anywhere else in Disneyland. If you go into the galaxy, once you enter that area, mm-hmm. you can forget you're in Disneyland because it does they, not they literally like block off everything. Yeah. People act like anything. they work there. Like I, even I, um, I, we were in one of the stores and some old ladies just working at the store. She's in, costume or whatever the uniform is for Mm -hmm. the store and some family comes in and the guy asks her he goes what is life day oh did she go through the whole thing she did (laughs) she knew it to a t what it was and i'm like that's not just random stuff like like, you gotta know right like you know and life day is a very random fan it was level everywhere thing well because of the timing i walked was, in and i'm like what the fuck it's is the life, life day? day life day is and like why, do, why are they selling green red snuggies it's it's star wars christmas basically okay, okay. but but, right. but regardless she explained it and i was i was like wow <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> impressive like well watching you enjoy all of the star wars stuff now i i wish that i was as geek. i wish that i had that kind of passion for stuff i don't not like that anyway sure um I actually, this is not the same, but I definitely feel that way. Like when we go to a museum, when there's like a thing that I really, some kind of installation that I really want right. to see, I do get emotional. I do love art at that level, but, and Star Wars, honestly, it is art. It's just a sure. different kind of art. And so watching you experience it was really cool. Cause you were like, wow, <laughs> this is amazing. You it, know, and it really then, was. <laughs> it just, yeah. You know, no, no. And you know, I videoed the whole thing. I didn't watch myself taking the video. I just literally yeah. turned the, the phone just on to just to capture so the whole it, experience. Yeah. Right. And just kind of looking around and uh, getting there. It doesn't do it justice. Oh, for it looks sure. amazing. The video is like, holy shit. And yeah. it still doesn't do it justice. The other thing was you finally, finally <laughs> fulfilled your lifelong oh, fan dream. Yeah. Yeah. And you finally built and you own a lightsaber. It's it's a legit. Well, what I, color I mean, did you get? I got violet technically, but You're purple. Violet, violet. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we we was, got to watch was, the whole that was, thing. That was a pretty cool experience. I was too. really excited yeah. that we were actually able to watch the whole yeah. thing. One, because it was freezing outside, number one. And number <laughs> two, it was a very cool experience watching you build this thing yeah. from the ground up. And then, and I was trying to figure out how, I'm like, how do they do all of this? But, you know, whatever, it, batteries. It's, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was pretty cool. I, it I, was awesome. Yeah, it's... um. And then the one, okay, so then you have this person who's leading the whole experience, this yeah, lady. Yeah. And she's, she was great. Yeah. 
And she's, you know, very into the story. You know, Yoda comes on and starts talking. Oh, my yeah. God, the force is here. All that yeah. shit. Okay, great. But then when everybody's done and they're getting pretty much you're holding and everything, she approaches the boy next to you. He's uh-huh. probably 17, 18. Yeah. He's clearly compromised. Oh, yes. Yeah, he, he's clearly. And she's asking him questions. Like he has some kind of. Uh, probably on the spectrum, to be honest. I don't, I don't even know if it was spectrum, but it was something like yeah. that. Yeah. Where he was just, you know, really yeah. enjoying the moment he was with his dad. And she walks up and starts talking a million miles an hour about everything. He's like, um, what? And I'm like, <laughs> and I am so uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh, yeah. now she's in it. I saw it. And yeah. now she's in it because she can't, so she can't go, oh, never mind. You don't understand. You yeah. know, she's got to be in it. And she did really rotate great. She's like, oh, I didn't know either. I was hoping you knew. And then she yeah. kind of walked away. And I, I almost started crying. <laughs> Yeah. Because he was so confused and yeah. I was like, please leave this boy alone. He's just trying to like, just do it, you know, but it was a, it was a great experience and I'm yeah. so glad you got it. And of course, Mackenzie's like, dad, take it out so I can take a picture. I'm like, immediately. No, we're not doing that. Okay. Immediately. No. <laughs> Why? We, I just, what? There's a limit to what I can do. And I didn't want to do that. She wanted you to do like the action figure. Like she wanted you to like, she didn't say any of that. She wanted you to pose with it oh. outside. No. And I was like, no. please don't. No. I don't know. I There's, guess I shouldn't care. You shouldn't, but I, I wouldn't have done that anyway. <laughs> you would have done it. I'm, I really take it more from a collector standpoint. Of course. I, I, I want that to, you know, I'm of not going to want some piece of shit if, if I'm going to own something. And so. then, of course, shockingly, you can go on Etsy and buy all these amazing things buy anything, to but... mount it on the wall. Well, first of all, you have to mount it on the yeah. wall. You yeah, can't I, not. Yeah, I, I mean. What's the point? Yeah. You know you're going to mess with it. It's like a, it's like the, <laughs> so the ultimate nightlight. <laughs> yeah, it's not going over the bed. It's going over the bed. No. <laughs> it kidding. is not going over the bed, Lois. Just kidding. Um. Anyway, so it was an amazing whirlwind, and I'm so glad that we got to do it, even though my legs, want I wanted to die. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was great. Had a good time. Really good time. It's, again, just quick, quick trip, but, mm-hmm. man, it lot all i can say is please don't take children under the age of two to disneyland if you can help it please don't do that number three try to just save your money and go at least try to go for two days instead of one day because it was not easy yeah i wanted to just i i woke up this morning and i'm like okay i'm starting to feel normal i might be able to do more walking now three days two days later i don't know how about you? Is your back still hurting? Nope. I'm good. Like it was just the amount in the short period of time that did it. There was Carry one more thing on. we wanted to talk about from the Disneyland experience. We saw Chef Michael Voltaggio. Oh, yeah. And I need to tell Stephanie because that's her crush. Yeah. She's going to die. It for well, I know, but I'm going to tell her again. Yeah. Okay. She'll be mad. <laughs> what does he look like? I'll give her the tea. It's. Yeah. We've seen him before, but not. I have, not. but he was not as tall as I recall, but you know it what, was definitely him. What's funny is that. When they walked by us, I think we, the very first time they walked by, we were in the I mean, he's taller than me. Alice in Wonderland ride line or something because it's a fun ride. But I actually, there was some guy with him that I saw first. I went, I think that guy's famous. He looks familiar. Maybe. And then you said, there's Michael Voltaggi. I go, well, that's not the guy I just saw, but they, he was in. The, and then I looked mm-hmm. and they were next to each other. So, well, it was funny when he walked by, I go, is that Travis Barker? Because he's really tatted up and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, Travis no, Barker's that's not Travis short. Barker. Yeah, exactly. Shorter, and yeah. Voltaggio is a little, yeah. he's lean, but he's not as tiny as yeah. Travis Barker. Anyway, all he's right. He's pretty, well, pretty recognizable. I will save that yeah. tidbit for another time. However, do you have an ugly and awkward moment of the week? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> what it's just like you push it like you turn it off it's so really what cute. yeah this and you experienced this so i apologize in advance i my brain was not functioning properly for some reason but um the other night you made enchiladas mm-hmm. and you have made what you call ghetto enchiladas <laughs> before which are really just enchiladas but but more like a lasagna like they're just layered they're not rolled burritos and then you know, you all, the the whole, old school way of the, making enchiladas is you roll them up yeah, right. and you put them in a row. Right. Which is, which is not how you, you like these, 
but you did call out that these were not your normal. You made full on yeah. beef enchiladas with the whole burrito thing and everything. Yeah, I made I did so, I, I dipped the tortillas in enchilada sauce. I did I did it old school. Yes, and it was delicious. You were okay. It was delicious. So you had arranged them in such a way and but when you got served yourself, you went kind of the long ways, the length long ways of the t- of the enchiladas and i was like oh that's kind of weird maybe these are ghetto enchiladas and then proceeded to cut in the same direction only to realize later that i was literally cutting these burritos in half instead of just taking enchiladas. the rolled enchiladas i know but they're rolled i'm trying to make the expression that they're rolled so actual enchiladas so <laughs> you're like why did you do that and i'm like you, you did it i'm like you did it you did it too and you're like no i took two and then you just cut across like five of them and i went oh wait yeah. and then it dawned on me that the enchiladas you made didn't go all the way across this dish so you put two in the you know in the uh, <laughs> horizontal direction well here's the so, other thing that was and it weird. just it just i would just i just brainlessly went in and cut them but like here's it was what's lasagna. weird okay so it's in a big old nine by 14 or whatever, yeah. tray yeah. right like a big old yeah. baking dish yeah. and i had two extras so i put i, yeah. I pushed them in on the side along I the whole yes. road right yes. and i took those two yes because I didn't want to. Correct. Okay. Right. Totally get it. But here's what was weird. When I went up to maybe have, I'm like, oh, I may all have, they're small. I'm going to have another one. So <laughs> I go up and I look. But here's what was even weirder about it. It's not like you took like a square. You took a whole half of the tray. Like all of them. All of it. I was like, why did you eat half of the tray? And cut across every enchilada. You halved every enchilada that I made. Stupid. And then you proceed to get hostile. Well, I was trying to mathematically. I was trying to mathematically in my head figure out how I, even though I did it stupidly and across. You did it too. I'm like, I didn't. Well, that that's when I realized that you made the two on the side, but like, but I was trying to say that from an area square area of the thing that i took the same as you which i clearly had not so no, and you were getting outraged and i'm like why are you was, so well, worked I, up about were, this i was because i was trying i to, was laughing so hard because like i <laughs> i cannot believe how wrong you are and it's making me laugh uh, it was bad the idea of this so and i'm like was, i don't know what you're so worked was, up about was, but it's Ugly and awkward, I would say. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> what was yours? Well, I, I'm sure I have others. Didn't I have an awkward moment at Disneyland? I don't even remember anymore, to be fair. Uh, yeah, I It's don't such know. a whirlwind. But I do remember that it had been a minute since we've walked our poor dogs. So we decided to go on a walk, a quick walk, actually. We're like, we're going to make this brisk. It's going to be less than a mile. We're just going to run them around, and then we'll get back to work and do whatever we got to do. But we got to get these dogs work. We got to work these dogs. So yeah. we're walking. They're excited. We have them on these new leashes that we bought because the other ones were just too hard to control them because they're huskies and they're so goddamn strong. And these ones are better, I think. But we're still getting, you know, the dogs are getting used to feeling the tension of them and stuff like that. And so we're walking. We're probably a quarter of the way done and we're on our way back, headed home. And uh, every time Sasha is walking, if I adjust the thing, she thinks she can bolt forward. Like I've given her some tether and she can right, run. Right. Well, that's not the case. So I was switching hands and at the same time she felt the relaxed, like she thought she could push forward, you know, fall or pull forward. And instead she like, she was like, Oh shit. And she like took off like a bullet at the same time that there was leaves and stuff below me. So not only did I slip on the leaves, I got jerked forward, fell, <laughs> fell down. And it wasn't an immediate fall. Like I was trying to hold myself. I could feel myself falling. I'm like, at one point, you know, I'm so clumsy that at some point during the time of a fall, I will f- just give up and decide to fall and hope that I don't hurt myself. <laughs> Because if I continue to fight the fall, I'm you going to fall worse, yeah. and I'm going to hit something and I'm going to do whatever. Yeah, yeah. Tuck and roll. So not only did I fall on my knee hard, uh, she took off yeah. because she, and then she starts running. And then I'm, I'm like, first thing, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm all right. Because to see a grown ass woman falling is very <laughs> dramatic for most people. Sure. The guy coming toward us in his truck stopped. Yeah. He's like, wow, what's all this? Because then you fell. I dove. Oh. 
It wasn't. It wasn't. Somehow a fall. we recovered the dog so, that didn't run away. So but I, oh my god! I I went to try and cut Sasha off from running around this car, forgetting that I still had Bodega, and he went the other way around the mm-hmm. car, and so I had to let him go. And then it dawned on me, he's the one not to let go. No, he'll run. And he'll do he'll damage. Go, yeah, he'll go she, kill a she'll, chicken. She'll, right, right. So he'll go hunting so immediately. So I get him back before he realizes he's loose. I go around the car and I grab the leash. And meanwhile, Sasha's getting a little freaked out. So she darts mm-hmm. by me into the street where this guy had already stopped. But um, as she <laughs> went by, I dove and grabbed uh-huh. her leash yes. as it was literally at the last second I was able to grab the hoop and grab her and yank her back. So yeah. it was a very, um, shout out though. Um, <clears throat> a long time ago when TikTok became, started becoming really, really popular with the products that they would push on people. Yeah. There were, and you're, if you're listening, you may you either know or have a pair of these leggings where they look like that mm. waffle color legging there. They were waffled leggings mm-hmm. and they made your ass look really, really good. Mm-hmm. So I have a pair because just like everybody else, I'm like, Oh, I want to try those Cause they were on Amazon. Sure. So I bought them in Navy blue and they're cute and they fit great. And you know, they're perfect for working out and walking and stuff. And they do make your ass look great by the way. Mm-hmm. And so when I fell, I thought for sure that I just torn the shit. My knee is so fucked up. That yeah, I had, I scabbed my knee so deep, I yeah. didn't realize. Yeah. But those leggings didn't rip. Not a, <laughs> not a pill, a rip, a scratch. It's like I never ever wore them. They are yeah. so well made. So shout out to those, out to the, whoever those were. To the ass tights. Yeah. And I am still, dude, I'm still, I had to wear a band aid. And it's been like two weeks. It's <laughs> it insane. Was, it was a pretty good fall. And then. There was another aspect to that what? after everything else. I dropped my phone Yeah, Which, and I left it behind and I yep, didn't we know. We got almost all the way home and you went, oh shit, I forgot my phone. So I give you the dogs because yep. we're almost home and I run, run back. back because I didn't want, like what if it was in the middle of the street or something? Right, right. So I thought I for back. sure it was gone. So I go back. People are so horrible. They'll steal things immediately and go, and oh, look, I got a new It's literally phone. sitting. Not only is it sitting. <laughs> and then, so this is, this is funny. I was like, I, I go to get it. And this, like, we got back. I got back so fast that like, it hadn't even locked. The lock screen hadn't even come on yet. Yeah. And Pokemon was on the screen. Yeah. I was getting Pokemon. And I'm like. Is this why she fell? No. <laughs> was she paying attention to Pokemon? No, it was in my... It, it says was, right in when you get in the game, be careful of your surroundings. <laughs> no, it was, it was in my hoodie pocket. Yeah, I know. And then it flung out. Yeah, it was there. We got slick. it back. No damage. Thank God. Anyway, yeah, so that's my awkward moment. That was a good one. You know, and it was funny because our daughter's like, hey, you know, maybe you guys are getting too old to have husky. <laughs> and I go, you know what? Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> For starters, shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Number one and number two, when you talk to me, shut your mouth. I understand, and you know, you and I talked. I just talked about this with you yesterday about how I really want to ask a vet about this. Animals seem to be living longer than their age range. Like, if you take, if you have, if you're taking really good care of your pets, as most of us do, I would hope they're not living and dying accordingly. They're living a lot longer than their expectancy. And so they're getting weird diseases. They're, you know, whatever, when they hit a certain age. So the reality of getting another Husky that's going to live another 15 goddamn years is something to think about. It's like like having a, it's like, it's like, what's that comedian where he's 49 and he's got a five and a three-year-old? Yeah. Oh God. Sebastian Maniscalco, by the way, his new special on Netflix, please go see it. It's so funny. It's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, and it's like, we, you can't do a lot of life if you've got all these old ass animals. Yeah. That's half your fucking world and day <laughs> like is a, taking care of these critters. Like, a, um, and that includes if you don't have kids apparently, because I had, I <laughs> told you this yesterday, but I had, I had seen the phrase many times dinks, which yeah. is like dual, dual income, no, no kids. kids. Um, and then, and then somebody goes, but now there's dink wads. And she said it like it was a positive. I'm thinking like Dinkwad. Negative. That's yeah. a name I would call someone. Yeah, no, yeah right. Um uh dual income, no kids with a dog. A <laughs> dog. So um Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> well, anyway, um, other than the Raiders just completely breaking my heart yet again. I don't know what more there's to talk about. There's I don't even want to talk about it. Like I, I like I was 
I got up this morning, and granted, they played on Thursday, so yeah. it was like, you know, I knew there was no game to watch today. But even then, I you have know, with all the fantasy football and stuff were usually And it was funny. Terrible. I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know, I think we're actually, the Raider Nation, Yeah, it's harder for us than I think any other franchise because we were once great. I mean, it's been a long time. It's been time, a long but time, like, but that's not the point. But it's, We were once great, whereas, like, you know, Cleveland... What? Well, I mean, Liz, I don't want to take anything away from those guys, but the fact is, is that every time the, and this is going to sound bitchy, but prove me fucking wrong, is every time the Raiders get on the field, we are playing against two teams. The refs. The refs and the other team. Agreed. Now, a lot every, of people will bitch at you and say, that's not I, true. Don't, I don't leave it up to the refs, I, okay. but I, I, right, I disagree listen, completely. Listen, how about this? Tuck rule, <laughs> index card, and a snow plow for a field goal. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Three of some of the most famous ref calls on the planet were against the Raiders. Against the Raiders. Yeah. That's not a fucking coincidence. No. Name me another team where you, where you could pull that out. You can't. I am fairly certain. You can't. That somewhere in the NFL Bible, it says, thou shalt not allow the Raiders to win a Super Bowl ever again. Yeah. Via Al, because of Al Davis. I'm almost, I, it's like the fucking mob. Yeah. I, I just, I think about what they did to Gruden. What the fuck was that? Yeah, I, I had and a friend. And I'm not excusing anything, but let's be like, he's the only one who's ever said anything ex- ex- questionable ever. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Anyway. I can't even with it. Anyway. Yeah. So the Raiders suck, but you know what? What else is new? <sighs> uh. Anyway. All right. Well, oh, that's it, I guess. Wait, what? That must be good. No, because you don't want to hear it. What? You don't want to hear it. You hate it. It's sister wives, isn't yes, it? Yes, and you hate it, and you don't want to hear it. But I will say this. I made a post on Facebook. It's on there now. Yeah. Someone on Reddit. You made a post on the Facebook? I made a post on the Facebook, and I'm going to listen to it on the iTunes. <laughs> um, somebody on Reddit said, hey, if there was ever a sister wives movie, who would play the the, the big, the, the five main people? Cody, Mary... Janelle, Christine, and Robin. And I was like, oh, I love shit like this. (laughs) I love shit like this. I'm like, who would play who? So I made the post of my choices of who would play Uh all these people. Uh Jeff Bridges would definitely play Cody Brown. Oh, They actually even look alike. I thought it was going to be Dog the Bounty Hunter. No, he doesn't look like that. Uh, Lauren Graham from Gilmore Girls would play Mary. I have no idea what the women look like. I can't remember. Well, I'm just telling you the names of the people oh, okay. I chose. Oh, sorry. Missy Pyle would play Janelle. You won't. Just Google her. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not going You to. don't care. I don't. Um, Bridget Fonda would play Christine. Bridget Fonda. Yes. And then Elizabeth Moss would play Robin. And yeah. it would be so good. It'd be so good. I don't want these people to have the attention they're getting. I know. But it's such a shit show. It's such a shit it's show. It's not a shit show. It's a, it's a show. It's, it's a shit show. It, okay. It's a shitty shit show. <laughs> and, you know, somebody, a lot of these women of color are like, why are you white bitches so obsessed with the sister wives? <laughs> like, why is this suddenly a thing? And somebody goes, because it's glorious watching a white man lose everything. Yeah, that's and fair. Like he's, no, that's fair. It's like, this show... A hundred years ago was presented to the audience as polygamy works. And this is how watch this, watch these people who are very attractive and have a bunch of happy children. They're not ugly people. The sister wives are not ugly. No, they're not. I'm not talking about the sister wives. I'm talking about literally everyone on that show is homely. Oh God. No, no, you would have to, you don't look at, you know what? You and I (laughs) do not look at women the same way. It's fine. Cody was even attractive at once, but youth is attractive in general. Yeah. Well, they've been worn down by life. Let's just put it. They've that been way. worn down by a lot. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, it was presented as, Hey, here is what polygamy really is. It's not Warren Jeffs and the cults and the weird dresses and all the hair and the sex and the child brides. This is what polygamy really is. Five consenting adults with very happy children raising them together, blah, blah, blah. When it was a total lie. Yeah. It was a lie. And now we're seeing what it really is. Favorites, mental abuse, negligence, 
money issues, like lying. Like there's a lot of stuff that nobody, you know, wanted to talk about. Now there it are all perks. sounds vaguely normal. There are perks normal, to being but... in polygamy. No, there is not. There is not. Yeah. And now we're seeing it for what it is. And you know, bravo for TLC going, all right, we're done with Cody being, we're, 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 we're taking over. This is yeah. the editing. This is the truth. And a lot of it happened during the pandemic when they had to film themselves. And this is like, well, this is what we have to work with. (laughs) So let's show everybody what an asshole he is. And here we go. But, you know, when you're dealing with cult mentality. He kind of gets everything that's coming to him. Oh, 100%. But when you're dealing with, and it's really hard, but if you are, you were looking at five people who were raised in a cult and a, a legitimate cult. And so they don't see or think or hear things the way someone who's never been in a cult, they don't respond the way that they didn't have the exposure to life the way we did. So now it's like they're waking up in their fifties and it's crazy to watch. I feel sorry for all of them, to be honest with you, because they don't know of what they speak or think. So sounds like half the country. Well, I don't know, (laughs) but what I do know is that I think it's very interesting. It's a very, and there's a lot of psychiatrists weighing in now. They're like, okay, I saw this to as you guys. Here's my professional opinion. Blah, blah, blah. It's really funny. The obsession is hilarious. And you know what? TLC's like, bring it in. The next season bring will be the millions. all counseling for each one of them. Oh, shit. They're going to be like, give us a raise. And then we'll, then we'll continue, is my guess. Anyway, all right. Well, that's enough of this. Let's put them on paradise, like Bachelor in Paradise. I love Bachelor in Paradise. (laughs) Let's put a bunch of polygamy people on a beach and see what happens. It's just so bad. Bachelor in Paradise (laughs) is so bad. And, you know, I watch that and I'm like, you know what? I remember my 20s and I must have been this terrible. (laughs) I had to be this terrible, just as terrible as you. This is, these are people who are not fully formed thinking they want to be married. You, no, you don't. No, you don't. Please don't. When I beg people in their early 20s to not get married, I'm like, watch Bachelor in Paradise. This is what I'm talking about. You are not prepared for marriage, my friend. Mm. Don't do it. Don't do Please. it. Please. Anyway. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, hopefully next week. Stephanie is out with the flu, actually. And that's what happens when you have school-aged children after Ugh. a pandemic. You get every germ on yeah. the planet. But also because I wanted you to sit in for one final yeah. show for the year. So thank you so much. Of course. And uh, next week we will do our final show, 2022. And uh, I assume that we will be back for 2023. (laughs) One would hope. Why 2K? Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about some of our goals for the show as we do every year. Yeah, that'd be great. See what's the what. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. (laughs) Bye. Bye.